Welcome to FI Talk, your go-to podcast for all things related to achieving financial freedom in Canada. Here's your hosts, Tom and Brandon. All right, welcome back to another episode of FI Talk podcast. Yours truly, Tom here. Brandon will not be here. He did his solo episode last week, so I'm going to take a stab at it. I'm going to do a solo episode and Today, I'm going to talk about mostly my journey thus far with reaching financial independence and the different types of investments I've made and the different types of outlooks I've made to get to where I am now and where I plan on going, some of the mistakes I've made along the way. I'm going to go through all of that and touch briefly on them. Um, So, you know, if you're listening to this, some of the value you might get from this is learning from my mistakes that I've made over the years and some of the mental shifts that I've made over the last year, maybe you can learn from them as well to really hone in and define your journey, your pathway to financial independence. So I'll dive right into it. I like financial independence. I don't really have a a moment where I was like, I discovered the fire movement and what, what it means to become financially independent. I would say if I had to look back at one moment where I figured out that I want to pursue this path was probably my first year when I got hired as a firefighter. To give you context, it took me seven years to get hired. So to become a career firefighter, it's typically very hard to get on. Uh, There's a lot of people that want the job. So there's a lot of applicants for a very small amount of jobs. And I knew this going into it. I knew it was going to be a long path, but I chose to do it. And I'm glad I did. But when I got on, I thought I was... I thought it was set for life. Like I I have, you know, great career, salary, pension, benefits, what it's for. But as you probably are aware, things get more expensive on a yearly basis, especially over the last couple of years. My God, everything is so expensive. Um, So it's not as good as it seems when you're in it from a financial perspective. I feel comfortable. But when I got on, I was like, I want to be able to go to the grocery store and not have to look at any of the um, the pricing and just go in and pick what I want. I want to pick organic food and my body with the best food possible. I know that sounds silly, but to be able to go into a grocery store, be able to go to restaurants, go out for dinner whenever the wife wants to go out, that to me is is being financially free and not having to worry about what I'm spending there. I'm not saying go out and spend it on stupid shit, but I'm just saying to be able to go and cognizantly not really think about that is financially freeing to me. And same thing with vacations. You sprinkle in those too, and you don't have to worry about how much you're spending on them. So that's where it started. And I was like, you know what? I want to pursue something on the side to be able to supplement my income and get to a goal where I feel comfortable and have some passive income coming off of that number. So another piece to this was my father-in-law gave me a book called Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And this book is pretty much like the Bible for real estate investors. And if you've ever listened to any real estate investing podcasts or uh, YouTube channels, a lot of them will reference this book as the book that got them into real estate investing. And that was the case for me. When he gave me the book, I actually put it to the side and I didn't even really pay attention to it. I was like, yeah, maybe I'll read it in the future don't really care. Like I'm, I'm happy with where I'm at. I don't really need to read about investing. And it wasn't until probably a year, two years later, I think I heard it on a podcast. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go give this a read and give it a shot. 
And that book opened my eyes to not only real estate investing, but also being an entrepreneur. And that's where I think everything started for me and becoming an entrepreneur, a business owner, and that ties into the financial independence piece for me. So I've always been interested in real estate investing. And I, you know, at an early age, bought my first condo when I was 23. And from there, I always wanted to buy rental properties. So then we got to that point, started buying rental properties. And at the same time, about two years later, after I got hired as a firefighter, I started my career as a mortgage broker. So I started doing this on the side and then I was like, you know what, this is going well. I love what I do here. I'm going to really commit to this and go all in on it. So that's what I did. And that's where we're at today. Brandon and I, we've merged businesses together and we look at being a business owner as really our vehicle to get us to financial independence. Now I'll speak more to my experience with it versus Brandon's because obviously he's not here. But for me, I, when I first started out, I was like, you know what, I'm just going to use this, um, this career path as being a mortgage broker, as just bringing in side income to supplement my rental properties. And then I quickly realized is like, you know, this income surpassing every, anything else I've made in the past. Why don't I go all in on this and not just use this income as buying rental properties, but maybe use it as more of like a passive type of investing. So this was like the mental shift I made in the last year because I'm at the point where I'm, I have four rental properties. It's a lot of work <laughs> and I'm not, there's a lot of, um, I've made mistakes, you know, we're not perfect. I've made some good investments. I've made some bad investments. And from a rental property perspective, I, I'm not, I don't regret any of them. I still have all of them and they operate fine at this point. There's been some hiccups along the way, which pulls me out of my, my two careers. And that's where I realized is like, aha, if, if I just double down on being a business owner and going all in on that thing, I know that's going to yield me a far greater result than trying to accumulate all of these. Because at one point I had this ambitious goal of owning 90 properties in the States, which sounds insane, but I, I believe as like, I did the math calculation on it as like, the cash flow off of 90 single family properties will help me achieve financial independence from a monthly cash flow perspective. So that was my first goal. And then I was only one property in, in the States. And I had all of, I had a nightmare property. I was like, I can't do 90 properties. That's just insane. So that's where I really honed in over the last year, pivoting to being a business owner. And at this point right now, I'm going to go uh, expand with Brandon build that business. And then the income coming in from that, I'm going to be putting that into more of a passive style investment, which leads me to the last style of investing, which is, I call it traditional investing. So you can think of like stocks, ETFs, um, you know, mutual funds, bonds, all of the kind of lazy style investing. That's what I want to gear towards and use the business income that comes in and invest that passively and eventually, say five, 10 years down the road, I'll sell off my rental properties to then feed that uh, passive investing as well. And then the next phase to that will be um, 
at some point, maybe there's an opportunity to sell the business in 20, 25 years from now. Maybe there's an opportunity to start more businesses. So there's all of these different avenues with becoming financially independent that gets me excited and why I love the community and the goals that people have with it, because it really just opens up your eyes to what you can do. And I find surrounding yourself with like-minded people that are on the same path helps you get to that goal, helps you get to that end point because you're surrounded by people that are doing the same thing. And you have this like sort of this internal competition amongst yourself and you also want to keep up with everyone else, right? It's not, not so much keep up with the Joneses, but for, for example, Brandon and I, we always have these little competitions amongst each other because we want to, we want to do better. We want to do well for both of us. Right. So, um, that's why I love being invested into this community. And that is our real goal for you, the listener to be a part of the journey with us. We're always saying, Hey, if you have questions, if you want to uh, chat about any of this, please feel free to reach out to us. We're very easy to get a hold of. You know, um, you can reach us on Instagram. That's probably the best way. Uh, we love talking about this stuff. Okay. So I'll probably end it at that. That's pretty much been my experience thus far. And um, as we progress with the podcast, like we mentioned in the first episode, we're going to have some guests on the show. We're going to talk about all types of investing and um, our journey along the way as well. All right. So thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week.